This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the 1912 Exiles podcast, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. I am Ed. It is just me on my Todd today. We don't tend to do monologues on this podcast, but uh, yeah, Jack sat with me for the game yesterday, but then had to um, rush off and work late nights and all sorts of things. Um, None of the other gang watched the game, so I'm just going to give a few brief reflections on yesterday's FA Cup draw against Barnet. Uh, we will have more pod action for you later in the week. Uh, Jack and Ian are at the Football Supporters Association podcast awards tomorrow night and so we'll report back from that. But yeah, let's start today by talking about that disappointing draw in the cup. Just before we do, I want to give a very quick shout out to listener Andy Lawrence, who posted uh, the other day on Twitter that uh, according to his Spotify stats for the year, he listened to 1037 minutes of the 1912 Exiles podcast during 2023 and is therefore a top 4% fan of the pod. So well done, Andy. And if anyone can beat Andy's stat, uh, then yeah, let us know. And I also want to say a big thank you to everyone who bought a fridge magazine over the last uh, month or so we have now uh, officially sold out um really big thanks um, all of the money that you've thrown in um has allowed us to do a few extra bits and bobs behind the scenes and uh yeah host more podcasts so um we're really grateful to you for that so yeah um let's talk about that disappointing draw yesterday county huffed and puffed maybe a little bit lucky to go in one nil up uh, at the break and then yeah sat back and it just felt inevitable didn't it that we were going to concede that goal yesterday a frustrating afternoon um i have tried to come up with three learning points um from the game uh, for me but before i come to that let's just have a look at what you were saying yesterday on the social media and elsewhere um so uh, let's have a look hooligan said Thoughts on today? We looked tired second half and in the end can probably be happy to still be in the hat. Barnet were good but not unbeatable. And with a bit more time for those coming back from injuries, said Palmer Holden, Clark, Charlesley, there's no reason to uh, fear the replay. Uh, Chris Simmons said, um, yeah, the team looked knackered to me and I thought Coughlin might have freshened up a little bit more. I'd love to see Will Evans' stats. He's everywhere on the pitch. Yeah, he was one of the few to emerge with some uh, credit yesterday, I thought. 
Tinting the Bucket Hats um, said, yeah, Barnet were fabulous, some fantastic wingers, great width that they played with. We got away with a scare. Yeah, I mean, fair, fair play to Barnet. They've been on a poor run, but they, they looked up for the cup yesterday, no doubt, um, and gave us a, a tough game. Uh, Ambarani, who I uh, was able to have a brief chat with yesterday at half time, said, yeah, Barnet had 15 corners to hour one and 66% possession tells the story. Glad to still be in the hat, but don't forget, we've been redlining the same core group of players for months the replay will be tough but these guys will do it see you at Tranmere um, and yeah I think we're hoping that uh, Arnie will do us a, a match report from Tranmere next weekend uh, Andy Lawrence he's already had one mention let's give him another he said cannot believe I'm saying it but if that draw comes out and it's nothing special I'd rest some players and focus on those league games the cup can wait till next year so be it I know we, we will give it our all but honestly give me three points instead well we may come on to that in a moment uh, Diesel, uh, one thing today, our second balls when defending corners were dreadful. We generally make the first clearance, but then make an absolute mess at the second one. Inevitably led to that uh, succession at the end, which cost us. Yeah, and it struck me as well, Diesel, that um, during that, that run of corners towards the end of the second half, when it was like the Alamo at the back, we didn't really have leave anyone up front as an outlet. Or if we did, we there was no real effort to find them. We were just kind of hoofing it clear. So it, it, we, we did invite Barnett to just keep coming on at us. Uh, and the other thing that I read this morning that um, was interesting, yeah, Mark Vickery, friend of the pod, always writes really good match reports, and um, I will stick a link to it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I found myself nodding along to his report, uh, particularly this bit. He said, ultimately, County were collectively flat as a unit, too laboured in transition, and as a result, errors crept into the game. Did County run out of steam today? Possibly. But it's clear that the starting eleven um, cannot play two tough games in one week, and this needs looking at by the manager before a game becomes beyond them and yeah that that very much chimed with my thinking too so yeah my three points out of yesterday the first one I mean it was a costly late goal not because I think a replay is a disaster in and of itself but because of the timing of that replay it's a real pain Um, we're going to have to go to Barnet for the replay in between two winnable league games away at Tranmere and at home to Grimsby and we need that midweek trip like we need a hole in the head at the moment. It, it's clear, as others have already said, we've got a lot of very, very tired players who need a break. And I think this week has shown that we just can't play our high-intensity pressing game Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday and maintain the levels across um, three lots of 90 minutes. Um, at least by the time that replay happens, we'll know who our opponents will be in the next round. So perhaps we can pick a side uh, accordingly. If it's a lucrative draw, then yeah, that Barnet game might jump in, in priority. But but if the, the victor of that replay gets drawn away at, I don't know, Millwall or something, um, then, yeah, we might make different choices. The second thing that really struck me yesterday is that we, we need to pick our best team and not our best eleven. I know that sometimes on this pod we get cross at people ragging on Omar Bogle, who you know often gets unjustly criticised. But um, yeah, he he was he was poor yesterday, and I thought against Stockport we played Bogle behind Seb Palmer Holden and Will Evans, and that seemed to work well. It gave Bogle a little, little bit more space to operate in, and we got the best out of him. Against Barnet yesterday, Bogle was playing a bit more advanced, spent a lot of the game on receiving end of those physical challenges that he's always the victim of, and he never really threatened. I mean, everyone talked about um, that miss of his when we were 1-0 up, and it was obviously costly. It was almost like he had too much time to think about it. But uh, yeah, he had a poor game in general. There was some wayward passing all the way uh, through. Now, I'm assuming that Coco's logic at this stage is that... The, street, the, the three strikers approach worked really well against the best best team in the fourth division. 
Um, and, you know, it's a conundrum who you leave out when you've got a fully fit Bogle, Evans and Seb. But I think we either need to play them in a way that gets the most out of Bogle or we need to go with Evans and Seb as the front two, especially if, you know, we've got Wilded coming back to full fitness and, and you've got him as an option to play behind them. So um, I think there's there's some thinking to be done there before that game on Saturday at, at Tranmere. And the final thing, because I, I want to finish on a note of positivity because I'm a glass half full sort of guy. Um, my final point is that despite all of the above, let's not get too down. Um, this has been a really big week, I think, for County. We're halfway towards our survival target. We've still got big players coming back from injury. It seems likely that Mr Jenkins' takeover will get approved this side of Christmas. It, it already looks to me like his influence is being felt off the pitch in terms of the high profile of our comms and marketing over recent weeks. Um, the the, the e-newsletter e that went out I thought was really good. Um, I've noticed some advertising with sponsorship opportunities and things like that. So, you know, if all of that stuff's happening, then one would assume that there have also been some conversations about a, a January transfer window war chest. Um, yeah, recent victories have also got fans united behind Graham Coughlin. And, and yeah, let's not forget the club played a blinder over the Jason Bowen shirt fundraiser as well. So there's the, all that optimism for all these different reasons. There's a little bit of optimism around the place. Hell, even the fans podcast is up for an award uh, tomorrow night. So yeah, one substandard performance against a non-league side who, as I said, looked really up for that. Uh, cup game it doesn't spell disaster it was a bad day of the off uh, the office after a grueling week um and yeah let's let's treat it as such and uh, and put it behind us that's pretty much it from me and from the 92 Exiles podcast for today as i say we will be back um with yeah a, a bit of fun um ian and jack no doubt having a few glasses of wine at a swanky london awards do uh, and seeing what celebs they can bump into so we will bring that to you later in the week and hopefully we will also have a report from Prenton Park Tranmere on uh, Saturday. But yeah, until then, look after yourselves, look after each other, and above all, as always, keep it counting. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.